The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Happy middle of the week. I hope it turns out to be a good day for you. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Wednesday, July 28, 2021, Wednesday of the 17th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, this is Liturgical Year B, Cycle 1, and Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the Rosary. Our saint today is Pope St. Innocent I. Born in 378 at Albano, Italy, he became Pope, succeeding Pope St. Anastasius I in 401 A.D. During Innocent's pontificate, he emphasized papal supremacy. He commended the bishops of Africa for referring the decrees of their councils to the Pope for confirmation. It was his confirmation of these decrees that caused Augustine to make a remark that was to echo through the ages. Roma locuta causa finitas. Rome is spoken, the matter is ended. Innocent strongly favored clerical celibacy, and he fought the unjust removal of St. John Chrysostom. Pope St. Innocent vainly sought help from Emperor Honorius at Ravenna when the Goths captured and sacked Rome. Innocent died in Rome March 12, 417. Pope St. Innocent I, pray for us, and let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that in social, economic, and political situations of conflict, we may be courageous and passionate architects of dialogue and friendship. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. The Gospel of today's Mass is a short one, and we can read it anew so as to get a fresh take on our prayer today. Jesus, we hear the words you spoke to your disciples and to us, and you said, The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure buried in a field which a person finds and hides again, and out of joy goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls. When he finds a pearl of great price, he goes and sells all that he has and buys it. Lord, you compare this kingdom of heaven, this kingdom of yours, to a treasure hidden in the field. The reaction of the man who finds it does not seem to be all that virtuous. He hides what he finds from the owner, the field, and pawns all of his goods in order to buy the land and keep the treasure for himself. Nevertheless, Lord, 
you do point to this person's eagerness to possess this treasure in order to highlight the enormous value of the kingdom of God, a treasure that you want us to know correctly, which discovery should fill us with joy and a determination to make this our own, my own, Lord. I go to the words of our Holy Father, Pope Francis, about this parable, the treasure and the pearl, and they direct you direct these words to me, Lord, from him. The Pope says, they tell us that the discovery of the kingdom of God can happen suddenly, like the farmer who, plowing, finds an unexpected treasure after a long search, like the pearl merchant who eventually finds the most precious pearl so long dreamt of. Yet, in each case, the point is that the treasure and the pearl are worth more than all other possessions. And therefore, when the farmer and the merchant discover them, they give up everything else in order to obtain them. They do not need to rationalize or to think about it or reflect. They immediately perceive the incomparable value of what they found, and they are prepared to lose everything in order to have it. Oh, but Jesus, I do need your help, so that when I meet you, I'll be filled with joy and know what to do. Pope Francis tells us, leads us in prayer here again when he says, This is how it is with the kingdom of God. Those who find it have no doubts. They sense that this is what they've been seeking and waiting for, and this is what fulfills their most authentic aspirations. Yes, this is true, but Jesus, it reminds me of a story in my struggle. A little boy came to his mother, saying, Mama, I'm as tall as Goliath. I am nine feet tall. What makes you say that? asked the surprised mother. Well, I made a little ruler of my own and measured myself with it, and I'm just nine feet high. <laughs> Isn't it just that way? We are tempted, like so many others, to follow the little, the little boy's measuring method, to come to see yourself by a rule, a measure of our own, a measure to our own taste, ambition, a measure of ourselves. Jesus, you do speak of a treasure that would start to be valued in your analogy, some treasure trove in a field, a pearl which, well, we all know pearls have value. But unless you help me, Jesus... I could wind up with a very curious situation, a feeling sorry for myself that I have discovered you and I've discovered a loving relationship with you, that I have this nagging suspicion I might have been happier if I never met you, for loving you does cost me. But I need to meet you to get over this. With grace, Lord, I plead it from you. Maybe you'll help me to see solutions resolutions that I can make with words from these words now of the Holy Father. What does he say? Read the gospel. Read the gospel. We have spoken about it. Do you remember? To read a passage of the gospel every day and to carry a little gospel with us in our pocket, in a purse, in some way to keep it at hand. And there, reading a passage, we will find Jesus. Everything takes on meaning when you find your treasure there in the gospel. Jesus calls it 
the kingdom of God, that is to say, God who reigns in your life, in our life, God who is love, peace, joy, in every man and in all men. This is what God wants, and it is why Jesus gave himself up to death on the cross, to free us from the power of darkness, and to move us to the kingdom of life, beauty of goodness and joy. To read the gospel is to find Jesus, and to have this Christian joy, which is the gift of the Holy Spirit. Lord, these words move me, and there I know they're true. I know I need to hear this parable often, and I will, I'm sure, before the end of the year, perhaps hear this gospel again about a treasure, about the pearl. I need to hear it often, because so often I slip back into the measure of the world and its low horizon. I'm apt again to feel sorry for myself at times if I lose this supernatural outlook, this outlook of the great gift I have of my faith. It's a story of a priest who came to his confirmation preparation class. He was teaching about, that day, the doctrine of sin. Now tell me, he said to the class, what are the sins of omission? And I think, said one of the girls, that they are the sins that we should have committed but didn't. <laughs> That's not quite right. <laughs> but isn't true that I sometimes feel that way. I hear the siren song of sins, of pleasures I could have some other way at the margin of you, Jesus. But, Lord, you give me, however, a different view. Isn't it true that the Christian's treasure, the pearl of great price in this parable, is you, Lord, yourself, you who offer me your friendship, your love, and whom I should put first in the order of my affections and desires. Let me hear the words of St. Jose Maria here with regard to this. He says with this parable, Then there is the treasure. You can imagine the immense joy of the lucky man who finds it. The hard times, the sufferings, they're over. He sells everything he has, buys that field. His whole heart is there, where his treasure lies hidden. And he goes on to say, our treasure. It's Christ. We shouldn't mind having to throw overboard everything that impedes our following him. Our boat, once freed of its useless cargo, will sail directly to the safe harbor of God's love. Jesus, you give me the very value of your soul and its relationship to these words of St. Paul. Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God, and who, and you are not your own, for you have been purchased at a great price. Therefore, glorify God in your body. I can see that if I, with your grace, train my emotions to rejoice in the greatness, then these words of Pope Francis will be alive in my heart. He says, those who know Jesus encounter him personally, are captivated, attracted by so much goodness, so much truth, so much beauty. And with all the great humility and simplicity he gives to seek Jesus, to find Jesus, this is the great treasure. There was a TV commercial done by Mercedes-Benz, and this commercial shows their car 
colliding with the cement wall during a safety test. Someone then asks the company spokesman why they do not enforce their patent on the Mercedes-Benz energy-absorbing car body, a design evidently copied by other companies because of its success. He replies, matter-of-factly, well, because some things in life are too important not to share. <laughs> How true. In that category has to come this good news, this treasure, this faith, this outlook, this relationship with you. This treasure for ours is the finding. Lord, you make it available to me every day even. This good news that the church has and my own life, may I not keep it to myself. Seems like a paradox, but it's not so. The more that I give this finding of the treasure, this possessing of the treasure away to my friends, Lord, don't you just turn around and give me it, it more firmly in my heart? I have more faith. I have more hope. I have more love of you. So, Lord, help me. Help me to know this. The Pope says here also, Dear brothers and sisters, the joy of finding the treasure of the kingdom of God shines through. It's visible. The Christian cannot keep his faith hidden because it shines through in every word, every deed, even the most simple and mundane. The love that God has given through Jesus Christ shines through. Let us pray through the intercession of the Virgin Mary that his kingdom of love, justice, and peace may reign in us and in the whole world. Mary, you found your treasure in Christ, your Son. Help me through any foolishness I might have to come to this great treasure of mine, which is your Son, Christ. In meeting him, I'm sure to meet you too, Mary. You also, my love. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help for putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 17 past the hour. We'll pray in just a few minutes. This is Daybreak. On Wednesday of the 17th week in Ordinary Time, July 28, 2021, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's join the whole church in prayer now. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and, and my, my mouth, mouth will proclaim, proclaim your praise. praise. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him. 
the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. You Lord, you are my strength. I love, I love you, Lord. You, you are, are my strength. strength. I love you, Lord, my strength, my rock, my fortress, my savior. My God is the rock where I take refuge, my shield, my mighty help, my stronghold. The Lord is worthy of all praise. When I call, I am saved from my foes. The waves of death rose about me. The torrents of destruction assailed me. The snares of the grave entangled me. The traps of death confronted me. 
in my anguish, I called to the Lord. I cried to my God for help. From his temple, he heard my voice. My cry came to his ears. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. I love, I love you, Lord. You are my strength. The Lord has saved me. He wanted me for his own. The Lord, the Lord has, has saved, saved me. He, he wanted me for his own. Then the earth reeled and rocked. The mountains were shaken to their base. They reeled at his terrible anger. Smoke came forth from his nostrils and scorching fire from his mouth. Coals were set ablaze by its heat. He lowered the heavens and came down, a black cloud under his feet. He came enthroned on the cherubim. He flew on the wings of the wind. He made the darkness his covering, the dark waters of the clouds his tent. A brightness shone out before him with hailstones and flashes of fire. The Lord thundered in the heavens. The Most High let his voice be heard. He shot his arrows, scattered the foe, flashed his lightnings and put them to flight. The bed of the ocean was revealed. The foundations of the world were laid bare at the thunder of your threat. O Lord, at the blast of the breath of your anger. From on high he reached down and seized me. He drew me forth from the mighty waters. He snatched me from my powerful foe, from my enemies whose strength I could not match. They assailed me in the day of my misfortune, but the Lord was my support. He brought me forth into freedom. He saved me because he loved me. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. The Lord, the Lord has saved me. He, he wanted me for his own. Lord, kindle a light for my guidance and scatter my darkness. Lord, kindle a light for my guidance and scatter my darkness. He rewarded me because I was just, repaid me for my hands were clean, for I have kept the way of the Lord and have not fallen away, for his judgments are all before me. I have never neglected his commands. I have always been upright before him. I have kept myself from guilt. He repaid me because I was just, and my hands were clean in his eyes. You are loving with those who love you. You show yourself perfect with the perfect. With the sincere, you show yourself sincere. But the cunning you outdo do in cunning. For you save a humble people, but humble the eyes that are proud. You, O Lord, are my lamp, my God, who lightens my darkness. 
With you, I can break through any barrier. With my God, I can scale any wall. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, our strength and salvation, put in us the flame of your love and make our love for you grow to a perfect love which reaches to our neighbor. Lord, kindle the light from my eyes and scatter my darkness. All wondered at the words of grace, which came from the mouth of the Lord. From the second letter of the Apostle Paul to the Corinthians, I, Paul, exhort you by the meekness and kindness of Christ. I who, you say, when present in your midst am lowly, but when absent am bold toward you. I beg you that when I am there, I may not have to act boldly. With that assurance, I might dare to use courageously against certain ones who accuse us of weak human behavior. We do indeed live in the body, but we do not wage war with, re- with human resources. The weapons of our warfare are not merely human. They possess God's power for the destruction of strongholds. We demolish sophistries and every proud pretension that raises itself against the knowledge of God. We likewise bring every thought into captivity to make it obedient to Christ. We are ready to punish disobedience in anyone else once your own obedience is perfect. You view things superficially. If anyone is convinced that he belongs to Christ, let him reflect on this. He may belong to Christ, just as much as we do. If I find I must make a few further claims about the, the power the Lord has given us for your upbuilding and not for your destruction, this will not embarrass me in the least. At the same time, I do not wish to intimidate you with my letters. His letters, they say, are severe and forceful, but when he is here in person, he is unimpressive and his word makes no great impact. Well, Let such people give this some thought, that what we are by word in the letters during our absence, that we may mean to be in action when we are present. We are not so bold, of course, as to classify or compare ourselves with certain people who recommend themselves, since people like that are their own appraisers comparing themselves with one another. They only demonstrate their ignorance. When we make claims, We will not go over the mark, but will stay within the bounds the God of moderation has set for us, leading us to you. We are not overreaching ourselves, as we should be doing if we had not bothered to come to you. But indeed, we did get as far as you with the gospel of Christ. We do not boast immoderately of the work of others. We hope that as your faith grows, our influence may also grow among you and overflow. Following the rule laid down for us, we hope to preach the gospel even beyond your borders without having to boast of work already done by another in his allotted territory. Let him who would boast, boast in the Lord. It is not the man who recommends himself 
who is approved, but the man whom the Lord recommends. You must endure a little of my folly. Put up with me, I beg you. I am jealous of you with the jealousy of God himself, since I have given you in marriage to one husband, presenting you as a chaste virgin to Christ. My fear is that, just as the serpent seduced Eve by his cunning, your thoughts may be corrupted and you may fall away from your sincere and complete devotion to Christ. I say this because when someone comes preaching another Jesus than the one we preached, or when, we receive, when you receive a different spirit than the one you have received, or a gospel other than the gospel you accepted, you seem to endure it quite well. I consider myself inferior to the super-apostles in nothing. I may be unskilled in speech, but I know that I am not lacking in knowledge. We have made this evident to you in every conceivable way. The Word of the Lord. Though we live in this world, we do not rely solely on the resources of the world to do battle. Our warfare is not waged with the weapons of this world. We arm ourselves with the shield of faith, and with the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Our Our warfare warfare is not waged with the weapons of this world. A reading from a Catechal Instruction by St. Cyril of Jerusalem, Bishop. The Church is called Catholic, or universal, because it has spread throughout the entire world, from one end of the earth to the other. Again, it is called Catholic because it teaches fully and unfailingly all the doctrines which ought to be brought to men's knowledge, whether concerned with visible or invisible things, with the realities of heaven or the things of earth. Another reason for the name Catholic is that the Church brings under religious obedience all classes of men, rulers, and subjects, learned and unlettered. Finally, it deserves the title Catholic because it heals and cures unrestrictedly every type of sin that can be communicated in soul or in body, and because it possesses within itself every kind of virtue that can be named, whether exercised in actions or in words or in some kind of spiritual charism. It is most aptly called a church, which means an assembly of those called out, because it calls out all men and gathers them together, Just as the Lord says in Leviticus, assemble all the congregation at the door of the tent of meeting. It is worth noting also that the word assemble is used for the first time in the scriptures at the moment when the Lord appoints Aaron high priest. So in Deuteronomy, God says to Moses, assemble the people before me and let them hear my words so that they may learn to fear me. There is a further mention of the assembly in the passage about the tablets of the law. And on them were written all the words which the Lord had spoken to you on the mountain out of the midst of the fire, on the day of the assembly. It is as though he said even more clearly, on the day when you were called out by God and gathered together. So too the psalmist says, I will give thanks to you in the great assembly, O Lord. In the mighty throng I will praise you. Long ago the psalmist sang, Bless God in the assembly. Bless the Lord, you who are Israel's sons. But now the Savior has built a second holy assembly, our Christian church from the Gentiles. It was of this that he spoke to Peter. 
On this rock I will build my church, and the powers of death shall not prevail against it. Now that the single church which was in Judea has been rejected, and the churches of Christ are already multiplying throughout the world, and of them it is said in the Psalms, Sing a new song to the Lord. Let his praise be sung in the assembly of the saints. Taking up the same theme, the prophet says to the Jews, I have no pleasure in you, says the Lord of hosts. And immediately he adds, For from the rising of the sun to its setting, my name is glorified among the nations. Of this holy Catholic church, Paul writes to Timothy, That you may know how one ought to behave in the household of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and bulwark of the truth. You are a chosen race, a holy nation, a people God has claimed as his own. Proclaim Proclaim the marvelous marvelous works of him who has called us out of darkness into his own wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Proclaim the marvelous works of him who has called us out of darkness into his own wonderful light. God, our Father and Protector, without you nothing is holy, nothing has value. Guide us to everlasting life by helping us to use wisely the blessings you have given to the world. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. 21 minutes before the hour, and we'll take a look at today's Gospel in Conversation with God and Morning Prayer in just a few minutes. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday of the 17th week in Ordinary Time, July 28, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord once again proves himself to be the master of the poetic device known as simile. From the 13th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and covered up. Then, in his joy, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls who, on finding one pearl of great value, went and sold all that he had and bought it. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. All of the daily Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. The parables in that Gospel are really about discernment of and living up to one's vocation. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. The kingdom of God is like treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and covered up. Then in his joy he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls, who on finding one pearl of great value, went and sold all that he had and bought it. With these two parables from today's gospel, Jesus describes the great worth of the kingdom of heaven, as well as how people should pursue it. 
The treasure and the pearl are images which have been traditionally used to express the grandeur of divine vocation, the way to follow Christ in this life so as to be with him forever in the next. The treasure signifies that abundance of gifts which one receives with a vocation, grace to overcome obstacles, to grow in fidelity day by day, to do apostolate. The pearl represents the beauty and splendor of the call. Not only is it something of great worth, but it is also the most perfect ideal which a person can follow. There is a key difference between the two parables with respect to the prizes. The discovery of the pearl presupposes a great amount of effort, a search, while the treasure buried in the field seems to have been discovered almost by accident. This is how it is with Jesus and the way he calls people. Many find their vocation almost without looking. Other people are restless in their hearts until they find the pearl of great value. In the latter case, it is God who sows the restlessness in the soul. Many have said to our Lord in the intimacy of their souls, All these I have observed, what do I still lack? Whether the search has been a rapid one or long drawn out, the prize is of enormous worth. It is an immense honor, a motive for a great and holy pride, a mark of predilection a very special affection that God has shown at a particular time, but which has been in his mind from all eternity. Once a person has discovered his vocation, he has to make an effort to live up to it. The Lord calls and invites, but he will not force our will. After the pearl has been discovered or the treasure found, one more step is required. It is the personal response, which is identical in both parables. The man went and sold all that he had and bought it. Generosity and detachment are indispensable conditions for perseverance in a vocation. You wrote, This passage from the gospel has taken root in my soul. I had read it so many times before without grasping its meaning, its divine flavor. Yes, everything. The prudent man has to sell everything to obtain the treasure, the precious pearl of glory. There is nothing in the whole wide world of such great value. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Thirteen before the hour, time to pray. We join the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia.
O Lord, in your light we see light itself. O Lord, Lord, in your light we see light itself. Sin speaks to the sinner in the depths of his heart. There is no fear of God before his eyes. He so flatters himself in his mind that he knows not his guilt. In his mouth are mischief and deceit. All wisdom is gone. He plots the defeat of goodness as he lies on his bed. He has set his foot on evil ways. He clings to what is evil. Your love, O Lord, reaches to heaven, your truth to the skies. Your justice like God's mountain, your judgments like the deep. To both man and beast you give protection. O Lord, how precious is your love. My God, the sons of men find refuge in the shelter of your wings. They feast on the riches of your house. They drink from the stream of your delight. In you is the source of life, and in your light we see light. Keep on loving those who know you, doing justice for upright hearts. Let the foot of the proud not crush me, nor the hand of the wicked cast me out. See how the evildoers fall? Flung down, they shall never arise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, you are the source of unfailing light. Give us true knowledge of your mercy, so that we may renounce our pride and be filled with the riches of your house. O Lord, in your light we see light itself. O God, You are great and glorious. We marvel at your power. O God, you are great and glorious. We marvel at your power. Strike up the instruments, a song to my God with timbrels. Chant to the Lord with cymbals. Sing him a new song. Exalt and acclaim his name. A new hymn I will sing to my God. O Lord, great are you and glorious, wonderful in power and unsurpassable. Let your every creature serve you, for you spoke and they were made. You sent forth your spirit and they were created. No one can resist your word. The mountains to their bases and the seas are shaken. The rocks, like wax, melt before your glance. But to those who fear you, you are very merciful. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. O God, you are are great and glorious. We marvel at your power. Exalt in God's presence with hymns of praise. Exalt in God's presence with hymns of praise. All peoples, clap your hands. Cry to God with shouts of joy. For the Lord, the Most High, we must fear. Great King over all the earth. 
He subdues peoples under us and nations under our feet. Our inheritance, our glory, is from Him, given to Jacob out of love. God goes up with shouts of joy. The Lord goes up with trumpet blast. Sing praise for God. Sing praise. Sing praise to our King. Sing praise. God is King of all the earth. Sing praise with all your skill. God is King over the nations. God reigns on His holy throne. The princes of peoples are assembled with the people of Abraham's God. The rulers of the earth belong to God, to God all who reigns over all. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. God, King of all peoples and all ages, it is your victory we celebrate as we sing with all the skill at our command. Help us always to overcome evil by good, and we may rejoice in your triumph forever. Exalt in God's presence with hymns of praise. A reading from the Book of Tobit Do to no one what you yourself dislike. Give to the hungry some of your bread, and to the naked some of your clothing. Seek counsel from every wise man. At all times bless the Lord God and ask Him to make all your paths straight and to grant success to all your endeavors and plans. The Word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. Incline my heart according to, to your will, O God. Incline my heart according to your will, O God. Speed my steps along your path, according to your will, O God. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Incline my heart according to your will, O God. Show us your mercy, Lord. Remember your holy covenant. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, 
and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Show us your mercy, Lord. Remember your holy covenant. Let us give thanks to Christ and offer him continual praise, for he sanctifies us and calls us his brothers. Lord, help Help your your brothers to grow in holiness. With single-minded devotion, we dedicate the beginnings of this day to the honor of your resurrection. May we make the whole day pleasing to you by our works of holiness. Lord, help Help your your brothers to grow in holiness. As a sign of your love, you renew each day for the sake of our well-being and happiness. Renew us daily for the sake of your glory. Lord, help Help your brothers to grow in holiness. Teach us today to recognize your presence in all men. Especially in the poor and in those who mourn. Lord, help Help your brothers to grow in holiness. Grant that we may live today in peace with all men. Never rendering evil for evil. Lord, help Help your brothers to grow in holiness. With the longing for the coming of God's kingdom, let us offer our prayer to the Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. God our Savior, hear our morning prayer. Help us to follow the light and live the truth. In you we have been born again as sons and daughters of light. May we be your witness before all the world. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning Air is up in just a few minutes. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the app. You go out now, make this a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.